you know any places any Sega nerds hang out around here? Welcome to the Sega Nerdcast, episode 114. I'm Chris, the editor of Sega Nerds, and with me this week are my friends Graham, David, Hello. and Jason. How's it going, guys? Hello. How you guys doing? Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, we have a very exciting Nerdcast uh, for you this week. There's actually been a lot of news out there uh, in Sega world, and we are excited to uh, delve all into that. Uh, the Sonic 2 HD demo has finally been released, so that's been really exciting. Uh, Atlas has been uh, throwing copyright strikes around, which is not a good thing. Uh, the We have some latest news on the ad game Sega Genesis flashback that we're going to get into, and we hope to have some time uh, to talk about uh, Sega's strange partnering with Hooters for Sonic Forces. I, I'm really interested to hear everyone's thoughts on that. Um, but before we get to that, why don't we jump into the news? And Graham, you want to take us into the newsstand, buddy? Ooh, do I? Yeah, let's do this. Okay. Um, so yeah, as Chris just mentioned, the Sega Genesis flashback, um, has shipped date has been confirmed and the game list has been released. Um, and essentially, uh, it's a bit of an update on the, on it because you might have seen, uh, I guess, uh, the, uh, reviews and stuff of of the system came out a month or so ago but it turns out that wasn't actually the final version so they've actually rejigged everything and uh they're gearing up now for the, the basically the re-release of the of the genesis flashback uh yeah what ended up happening is they it's kind of embarrassing on their part they sent out uh review units that had old firmware on it and because there's no sd card slot in this, there's no way to update the firmware. And so the only thing that they could do is literally send out new review units to everyone. And mm. so when we found out about that, we decided that we weren't going to publish our review on it because we wanted to ensure that our review uh, focused on the actual unit that consumers were going to be able to uh, get their hands on. And so we just decided that we would write a preview in the latest issue of Megavisions and once we got the new review unit, we would write a review for that. And the good news is we finally got a review unit. So we've been playing it, and, uh, yeah, more to come on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So if anyone is interested in in the system, it uh, looks like it's going to have a shipping date of November the 10th with about a $79.99 price tag. Um, yeah, and, it, and it's kind of modeled to look like the Model 1 Genesis or Mega Drive, if you will. And it's got 85 pre-installed games, uh, two wireless controllers. Was it two wireless controllers or just one wireless controller it comes with? There's two. Two, excellent, good. So you can have a bit of uh, fun gaming, but you can plug in uh, standard like, Mega Drive controllers if you have some lying around. It's so. Un- also, this is a good thing. Unlike the like the Super Nintendo Mini or the uh, NES uh, Mini, the new classic consoles are being released. This actually has a con- uh, cartridge slot in it, so you do actually play um, 
official Mega Drive games, basically. So it opens you up to the whole library, basically. So you've got the pre-installed games, but you can also basically uh, plug in any Mega Drive game you want. And it's region-free. So, uh, you know, American, Japanese, PAL versions of games, you can plug them in. So that's great. Um, Ooh, yeah. Region-free, uh, that's always nice. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, and I did test that out too today because I had a, uh, a PAL version of, uh, Toja Mural Panic at Funkatron and it played and loaded up perfectly fine. So. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it's good to. Yeah. It so, yeah, I mean, uh, while, while we may not review it, I guess we're not going to review it on the podcast. Like, Chris, can you give us any indication of how it's shaping up so far? Yeah. So I, I, what I want to do is go back and, play the uh, the first unit that I that I received because uh, I remember and you guys might remember me just talking to you guys in our chat there was some noticeable lag in the controllers um, especially with the, the the wireless controllers I, I found that using wired controllers uh, would make the lag a lot better uh, to the point where you you really couldn't even notice it all that much uh, there was also some frame rate stuttering uh, that I noticed as well in some of the games. Uh, and the sound was not perfect. Uh, it was it was a step up from the previous models uh, of the uh, at game systems that we've played in the past. Those just sounded atrocious, and everyone knows oh, God, that. Yeah. And even <laughs> even at games will admit that the sound wasn't uh, up to par for that. Uh, but it it was better, but not perfect. Uh, and I think it would have been an issue for some people. But the new unit sounds better and plays better. Uh, I won't say that the sound is still the 100% perfect, but it's, it's close. And I, I think that it's, it's going to be, uh, the quality with the sound is going to be good enough, uh, that people won't, it won't be a deal breaker for people unless you're just some sort of audiophile that, you know, notices every, every little thing. It needs to I, sound exactly like a model one and that's a. Yeah. I mean, I was playing, I was, I was getting, uh, game capture footage off that uh, yesterday, I was playing Sonic 2 uh, and, and several other games, um, and I would go back and forth from Sonic 2 on the Genesis flashback and then play it uh, on my Retro Freak. And honestly, I, I couldn't tell the difference between the two. Um, now, granted, that isn't uh, you know getting the audio straight from the Genesis, which I hope we can do for our audio review. I don't have the capability to do that right now, so I'll have to depend on some of you guys to help me out with that. But I think it's I think it's it's pretty good. Uh but we hope to be able to start sharing some like live stream uh in the next week or so. Mm-hmm. And some more video footage that way people can get a an idea because I don't think there's any any footage out there that is from this new unit. Most of the stuff that you see uh, is from the original review unit that Ad Game sent out, which people are kind of dogging right now. The one that people won't be buying in stores. Exactly. The one people won't be buying in stores. Now, you said it's not like 100%. The uh, first version, the uh, uh, first review version, like um, what percent, I guess, if we're going to go with that, would you say that one was to cl- as far as close to hitting it? And where would you say the new one falls? So the, the one of the main things that I noticed in that that original review unit is that it almost sounded like it, it was dropping out some of the sound channels, I guess. Like there were there were there would be different special effects that would, that would happen, and you just you wouldn't hear it, or you'd only hear a partial part of it. Like if it had multiple 
like channels, it, it wouldn't play all the channels for it. And, uh, it just, it sounded really awkward and, and, and weird, but it wasn't all the time. It was only just if, if you did some type of things, whereas like in, in say Sonic 2, where you're having background music, but then you also have, um, jump music, you know, or like, uh, other audio clips, or say you, you get a, uh, uh, an extra life and you hear that, that tune. When you would get that, it would only play a, like a, a, a portion of it or just like a one part of the, or one channel of the sound, if that makes any sense. So it just sounded really awkward. Uh, I have. I, I see what you're getting at. So like yeah. a lead of it would play, but not the rest of it, like the bass or the drums or anything like that. Exactly. Like, yes. Dun, exactly. Dun, 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 dun. Right. Yeah. Yep. 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 Thank you, because it's it's hard for me to kind of explain, because I'm not an audio guy. But I've not noticed that with this uh, latest uh, uh, model, and I'm not saying that uh, I won't, because uh, I am playing quite a few different games. Just trying to see uh, if I can replicate some of that, and I haven't been able to do it yet. Um, I will say that... Some certain games. There will be some certain games that you can notice it with. Like, I feel like a game you would notice it with would probably be, like, Streets of Rage 1 or something like that. And and that's the thing, is I have Streets of Rage 1 on my, uh, my, like, the 6-in-1 pack, or whatever they called it. The 6-pack, yeah. The 6-pack, right. Uh, But for some reason, that is not working with it. You put it in... And it loads up, but once you, uh, like hit start, it just loads to a black screen. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to be something that all multi-cart packs won't work with it. Um, I also know that any, uh, like Sonic, the Sonic and Knuckles, like lock on won't work. So you'll be able to put it in, you can play Sonic and Knuckles, but you won't be able to do any of the added stuff if you put like Sonic 1 or Sonic 2 in. It won't play through that. Cause I did try that out. And I think, uh, other games that have uh, expanded memory or chips, like uh, uh, virtual racing, I don't think those will work either. But I haven't, yeah. uh, I haven't tested. I don't think before. those have ever worked. Uh, I know another one that usually likes to give systems like that trouble is a uh, Super Street Fighter Two, because that has an expanded memory cartridge. Oh, really? Okay. Oh. Just to make sure I understand right, you're saying that Sonic Three and Knuckles works, but not say Knuckles and Sonic Two. If you just put the Sonic and Knuckles in, it will play that. But if you put in any cart through it for the, the like the lock-on technology, okay. it won't work. Including Sonic Three, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, now I've got a question for you that uh, has actually just really recently made me uh, a little more interested in this. Like I know a lot of uh, Genesis games are available through different means, like Steam and whatnot. The Master System games, because, uh, and maybe we'll talk about this, like, uh, later another time or something, but, yeah, the Wii uh, Virtual Console, they're, like, shutting that thing down soon, which has heightened my interest in the uh, selection they've got here, and uh, have you tried the Master System uh, stuff? How, how, how well does that work? I've So I tried the Master System and Game Gear stuff on the original unit that they sent me. I haven't done it on the new one because I've been focusing mainly on... Uh, Genesis stuff, uh, but th- they've all played fine uh, on the on the original unit, and so I would imagine that since this unit is is supposed to be better, that it would it w- would hopefully play about the same or better uh, than those. They were they were perfectly playable. The sound sounded fine. Uh, I I think it's it's going to be 
very capable of, of doing those games. Wait, what? Here's hoping. Are you saying that ma- hmm? the, 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 the new Genesis can play Master System games? It, it has pre-installed Master System in game. Oh, okay, okay. So I was just getting, I was like, what? Okay, uh, no, that's fine. That's I was cool. About to say okay. Master System cards? That would be nice. And yeah. so, okay, so that leads me to my next thing. So I tried out, cause I have the, uh, the Retron 5, uh, three in one adapter that allows you to play Game Gear, Master System, and uh, Master System card games on the Retron mm-hmm. 5. So I wanted to test it out to see if I put that in the flashback if it would work, and unfortunately nothing happened. So, because oh, um, yeah. that would be awesome if you'd be able to throw that in there, and now all of a sudden you have, uh, you know, you can play cartridges from the Master yeah. System and, and Game yeah. Gear. That would be that would be pretty what, awesome. What about the official? They had an official adapter to them. Oh, the power based yeah. converter. Yeah, yeah. the power based converter. So you could put you could put it in the Mega Drive and play Master System games officially. The, the problem is, is that the uh, I think the HDMI uh, like uh, output Port. or the HDMI uh, slot and the power uh, like where the power cable goes into uh, is going to get blocked by the power based converter. Because if you remember, the power based converter has a uh, um, like a little lip that goes around the back of it, and it's gonna get blocked when you try to do that. I, I can try it out. I have one, but uh, I know it's it's probably not gonna work just from a just because of the shell. Yeah, well, the shoot. only other way of testing it I could think of would be trying to use an EverDrive. Well, shoot, no, I'm never gonna get to play Alf. <laughs> <laughs> you you yeah. can go for it if you if you want to spend the extra money. I mean, you can always buy uh, a Retro Freak. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, so th- I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I think that's a lot. Uh, that's a, a valid question. That I think a lot of people are, g- are going to have to to look at when you're looking at a retro freak. It's like more than double the price of a Genesis flashback. You're talking about spending, I think they're about 180 dollars uh, for a retro freak uh, versus spending 80 dollars for this. And I don't know the price on the Retron Five, but I think it's I think it's still over a hundred or so dollars. Um, I think it's like one fifty by now. Yeah, but the thing is, with the Retro Freak, it does have an uh, a micro SD slot. So if you want, you can load in all those games, and it does have the uh, the like the Game Gear and Master System three in one adapter for it as well. And so you'll be able to play ALF, and if you, you know, don't have the actual cartridge and you're okay with, you know, emulation and all, and, and, you know, playing ROMs, you, that's available to you too. Hmm. So if you wanted to go that, that route. Yeah, I think what, I can't, I'm not sure who it was. One of the guys just mentioned something about the EverDrive. Have you heard of that, Chris? I have heard of the EverDrive, but I, I don't own one. Okay. Yeah. Ever used one. Because I wonder if that would work. So if you don't know, if people don't know about it listening, it's it's basically, as far as I'm aware, it's like a, it's basically a Mega Drive or Genesis cartridge which has an SD slot in it. And basically through that cartridge, you can put a load on all the Mega Drive games basically you want and then pop that in your Mega Drive and play the games like through a single cartridge, which is very dodgy and stuff. But I just wonder if that would work maybe on it. Um, oh, that'd be beautiful. Because that should be able to work to play SMS games through it. Okay. Yeah. It's just uh Because with an EverDrive things. you don't even need a uh you don't even need a power base converter. It'll just boot up SMS games through the cartridge itself. How oh, much is EverDrive? Play... Uh so I wanna say within a hundred or so. 
I know they make different they they have different tiers because I know one is just a loose PCB, and then there's another one that's actually like a cartridge that comes with an SD card and everything in a nice in a nice case and all. Mm. I, over here, it's like fifty fifty odd pounds, fifty five pounds roughly for the EverDrive. I think. Uh, oh, they make them for all consoles. It's like one for the N sixty four and stuff like that. Yeah, they uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even knew I that. They just released. Uh, a- yeah, I think the N64 one might be the, the newest release for those. Yeah, it just came up on my list of... I just went to Amazon, basically, and just typed it in, you know, just to see. But, so, wow. I think this yeah, this is a it. good point to talk about, that uh, Nintendo has just recently released their SNES Classic. Hmm. Uh, and and I think, David, you actually were able to get your hands on one, right? Two, but yeah. Oh, two. Nice. Whoa, this guy. <laughs> Well, it better not show up. One of them better not show up on eBay anytime. No, 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 no. One's my wife's uh, for review for US Gamer. The other one we got for like you know the kids and family to play over at uh, her in-laws. Uh, Yom oh, Kippur, okay. actually, I guess it was, uh, Donkey Kong Country was a lifesaver for her and her mom. So. Oh, cool. Cool. So that's just kind of a special game for that. I, that's one thing I, I, I love hearing those type of stories. But uh, yeah. what can you tell us? For like less than like six hours, I think. <laughs> I ended well, up grabbing one too. So um, where do I start? <laughs> what do you want to know? Um, I I would say I guess just from a, I guess from a the game list. I mean, what do you think about the games they included and that sort of thing? Because I think they have Star Fox Two, which was was that never released or never released until now. There had been some well, logs. never never officially released. Well, even then, like, yeah, there were some ROMs distributed on the internet. Those were not the finished version, though. This has the actual mm-hmm. finished version, as uh, confirmed by Dylan Cuthbert, who uh, helped develop the game back in the day. <coughs> Excuse me. But, yeah, the uh, game uh, lineup, I mean, it's top of the line. It's, um, you... It, there are games that are, you know, like, missing on there, but... And, for the people at home, I'm doing air quotes when I say missing. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, you don't have Chrono Trigger, which is one of those uh, Wii uh, virtual That was one of the big upsets. Mentioned. But um, you don't have Donkey Kong Country 2. Um, there's, there, there's stuff that's, like, you know, not there. But at the same time, the way I've seen some people put it, it's like, okay, you look at what is there, and it's hard to, like, you know pull anything from that list without like it effectively feeling like a loss anyway, even if you're replacing it with something else. Uh, personally speaking, my one big uh, problem as far as omissions go is actually, uh, I, I don't know if it's the most popular opinion, but what bothers me personally is the lack of stunt race FX, which is the only other super FX chip uh, first party game Nintendo made uh, that and none of the Super FX games have been on Virtual Console before, so this is the first time they've been like re-released since they were originally released. And, I'm uh, actually with I'm you on that, that one. I I feel like Star Race 64 should have been ported on here as well. FX, not 64. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, FX, yeah. my bad. <laughs> so, 64 is a whole other conversation if they do. Yeah, that. yeah, no, no. I, I, I made a tweet that, like, you know, that. some people are probably going to want, like, you know, a Nintendo 64 classic so they can uh, have, uh, like, you know, um, for nostalgia. Others want it to have a library of great games that, like, you know, they can play with an HDMI uh, 
connection. Mm -hmm. Me, I just want to watch a new generation try to figure out how to hold the damn controller. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Why, why, do, why don't people like the controller? I'm sorry, I've always liked the N64 controller. I've oh. never had a big problem with it, but I everyone like seems it, to talk about it. For some reason, people have a hard time wrapping their head around it, so, you know, it's really? like... Yeah. So some people God. hold it like a regular controller and they're trying to stretch their thumb out like Mr. Oh, Fantastic God. to stretch the analog so they don't realize the center thing is a handle. Oh dear. Oh well. And Never mind. I, okay. yeah. I, those might be the guys who want to play in like GoldenEye or something because they probably aren't reaching the trigger easy either. <laughs> oh. But uh, back on the Super NES, yeah, Stunt Race, it's missing, and it's like with Nintendo not releasing any of the uh, other stuff. Not counting Yoshi's Island, because that was the Game Boy Advance port, and it wasn't as good as the Super NES one. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that, that's like the one big omission for me, especially since we don't know what Nintendo's doing with Virtual Console or anything like that going forward. But uh, getting to play the original Star Fox again is just like... I mean, it, it's, it's not a technical marvel, but... Just the set pieces in it, the music, oh my god, the music. I'm just so happy to be mm -hmm. able to have that in a way I can play on my uh, TV again, rather than like mm -hmm. digging up the Super NES and, you know, hooking it up to the old uh, Raytube TV in the bedroom. How do, how do the uh, controllers feel? Because I think that was one of the, the complaints some people had with the NES, is that the, the wires were super short and the the controllers themselves were a bit smaller than the uh the original versions too weren't they oh man we're talking like millimeters if they were uh oh, okay call it was scarcely shorter like the cords yeah the the cords were a lot shorter but as far as the size of the controller itself uh i i haven't compared the nes ones but i think i saw a picture and i mean it was like the difference was minute, as I recall. Uh, same goes for the Super NES, except now you've got, like, I think instead of, like, say, two, two-and-a-half-foot-long controller cords, you've got, like, I think five foot. Oh, that's pretty good. And since you want to keep the console kind of near you anyway, uh, like, we've got it on our coffee table, so, I mean, you know, it's... You know, a little closer, and it adds a little bit for the cords. Uh, we don't have a terribly huge bedroom, or, uh, sorry, living room here. Um, and, uh... You know, it, it it reaches well enough for our purposes. The controllers themselves feel fine. I've heard some people complain about, like, you know, it's got sort of a mate finish, and they remember the originals being smooth. I think the originals had a slight mate finish. I think it might have gotten worn over they time did. as people played. Yeah, so I think people's memories might be a little distorted there. But... Yeah, I, I definitely agree. There there was uh, yeah. a finish to it. It wasn't completely smooth. Uh, yeah, but like th th this... Like I think this is like a little, maybe a little more uh, rougher mate than those originally were, but still, it feels good to my, good to my hands. Can I just go off on a random tangent? Because I just, that's just blown my mind about something you just said. Um, By all means. Do you, in, in America, do you guys say mate? You don't say mat? I don't think uh, I knows how to say it because people are using <laughs> the word and then like, you know, you don't really hear it. So some people say mat, some people say mate. Uh, I thought I looked it up and it was Mate, because I hate to be wrong about stuff like that, but I don't, <laughs> I don't even remember myself. It's been so back and forth with people. Fair, so. fair enough. It's just, I, sometimes American words come out that this sound, they're like the same spelling as English ones, but you guys say it completely differently, so I'm like, whoa! Um, but yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, I, 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 I was born yeah, in the US, in I live in though. Canada, so <laughs> I'm just a hodgepodge. Of, I'm... That's <laughs> cool. I just, I, I, I was, I was just like, whoa, it's a new word. I found that you guys say completely differently to us. But anyway, 
Continue. Sorry. <laughs> um, now you just completely made us all lose our train of thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think I've done talking about what I was talking about before, but, I mean, if you have any other questions or anything, you know, what what, what have you got? What, one thing I, I, I want to know, like, because if, any, if anyone who doesn't know, David was sort of brought up being sort of more of a Nintendo kind of guy, so, I mean, most of us sort of were more Sega slanted, but although we did all enjoy Nintendo, well, most of us, as far as I'm aware, I always enjoyed Nintendo and stuff, but... Um, because you were sort of more brought up with, uh, with yeah, the Nintendo side of things, like, does it feel like a massive loss having not having a cartridge slot in the in the, the SNES um, classic? Like, do you think that's a big omission on Nintendo's part? Because yes, they've bundled some great games in it, but it'd be really cool if you could play your entire back catalogue for this one awesome little device. But right, they've basically limited your gameplay ability basically through this device. Um, I think that's also it, it is exacerbated with the idea that they're getting rid of the the Wii U shop too, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Cause, yeah. You mentioned the the virtual console going away is um, not the Wii yeah. U, the original Wii, which had right. more games okay. to it. But uh, right. as far as the Wii U shop itself, uh, if it's on there, that should be good for a little while longer. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, is it is it a big loss for you though, or the fact there's no cartridge slot? I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of torn on that. Um, <laughs> it's um, a, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I guess I don't feel a huge loss. It, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to have that, but for what it is, I mean, as as it is, I mean, the cartridges for the Super NES are like practically bigger than the units itself anyway, so... Oh, fair enough. The, okay. the, the price would probably go up, and there would probably be fewer of them at retail because of the size. Um... And we know how that's been, so... Yeah. yeah okay. I, I, if, if I wouldn't anything, be surprised if it's already hacked. hacked. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's going to be hacked very soon, and you'll be able to add all your Super Nintendo games to it anyway. I think it's already been <laughs> yeah. hacked first day, if I'm not mistaken. My understanding oh, is it uses the same hardware as the NES Classics, so... Um, oh, no, yeah. they're, they're, still, they're still working on it. Oh, okay. So far, well, all I, that hack does is... Yeah, they did pull the Star Fox 2 ROM, but otherwise, all they did so far, it pretty much just carries over the NES Classics OS, and that's uh, about okay. it. Yeah, and you can use the same cords and the same controllers. You can even yeah. use, like, I think the con- the controllers are even cross-compatible, and you can use the uh, Wii uh, Classic controllers as well, so, I mean, that's all kind of handy. You can use the Super NES thing on the Wii or the Wii U, you know, if you need to. Cool. But, cool. um... You know, as long as you have a Wii remote to plug it into. But uh, I think this is just going to renew all of those uh, ridiculous articles uh, from different game sites and and other you know pop culture sites that are talking about that it's it's bringing about the console wars again and like Sega and Nintendo are going at it again when Sega is has just licensed the at games flashback and that's all they really have to do with it, the system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Maybe Sega Forever will uh, make that a reality someday. I hope, but uh, you know, probably not in its current state. I have to admit, but mm-hmm. <laughs> in time, in time, maybe. In time, yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But, yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, Graham. You want to move us to our sure? Next? Yeah. So moving on, uh, we have uh, yeah. Basically, if you don't know, Sonic Two HD's demo has finally released. So if you don't know, Sonic Two HD was a it's a fan project um, that some guys were working on. They it started working on it years ago, and then it sort of 
it kind of died or sort of just petered out like um these it's all the whole project sort of came, came to a standstill for a while and then um i think it was last year or maybe a little bit earlier they they sort of picked everything back up again and they were updating their facebook page but not really showing much and then it's like a few weeks ago like last month they kind of bust out like a trailer basically sort of saying hey we've got a launch we've got a uh we've got a trailer here gameplay trailer and it's like a it's almost a trailer to sort of say the demo was coming so they've now finally launched this the sonic 2 hd demo and uh yeah you can play uh it's emerald hill zone um chemical plants and is there another zone in it i think basically What's the zone it, after that i always forget the name of it oh god do you oh, know i can't remember <laughs> mr gruins i think Mystic Ruins? Yeah, I think that's it. Or was it Casino, what's Casino Nights? When's uh, that? Casino, Casino oh. Nights, there, it's some sort of ruin zone. It's got the wa- water underneath and the, uh, crumbling pillars at the top and it's where okay. Robotnik attacks you with the hammer and the two pillars. I forget yeah, the that's... exact name of it, but it's the that, then I think, I think it's Casino Night. Oh, okay, yeah, so it's, it must be Aquatic Ruins then. Aquatic um, Ruins. Yeah, so, um, I, uh, yeah, so it's got like three zones to play on it. You can play as Sonic and Tails, or Sonic or Tails, basically. So, got a few options there. It's um, isn't there. Oh, is it Hilltop Zone in the demo? Yes. So yeah, that might, they must be out of order then, those, um, those, 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 cause Hilltop Zone, I remember being later in the game. But, um, yeah, it's been a while since I've actually played Sonic 2 all the way through. Um, but yeah, basically, um, it's like a whole new game engine. It's called the Sonic Orca engine. These, uh, the fans have made and it recreates the feel of the original Sonic games, but for more modern graphics and features. So when you play it, you can see Sonic and Tails have new animations. Um, everything's really sharp. Um, they haven't just taken the old sprites. They've redone everything and basically, put it all back into place um yeah um has anyone had a chance to play it properly uh i'm still trying to get my xbox one controller to work with my computer so fair enough I, so, i've watched a little bit of video from game explain but not the whole thing uh, just up to okay. the start of chemical plant which oh my god that looks amazing <laughs> yeah Chris? i've actually played through it a few times now uh oh, I, cool. I yeah i was playing it last night i was trying to do a mega play of it, and I totally failed. My computer just decided not to record it, and so <laughs> I, I spent about 30 minutes doing uh, audio commentary and everything for it, and, and just completely failed on that. But this game is awesome. Uh, it it looks absolutely amazing. I mean, everything down to the character sprites for Sonic and Tails look fantastic. All the the enemies, the animals, and everything, uh, the levels themselves, like the, the backgrounds especially, uh, in Chemical Plant, it looks so good because there's just so much going on. Uh, there's a lot of neat uh, effects as well. So, like, you know, the the part where you actually have to go down into the, uh, I don't even know what you call it, like the chemical liquid mm-hmm. where yeah. you go underneath the water there. Make there's actually, di- there's distortion effects in the water. So the, the oh, actual, cool. um, the blocks that move and the level themselves uh, are, are kind of wavy. And it there's just a lot of, you know, uh, attention to detail like that mm-hmm. um, throughout, and it's it's really really good. Um, the the physics feel really close to the original. Like you know, I, I had just got I was fresh off of playing Sonic Two because I was doing all the game capture for the flashback, and so like I had just played Sonic Two for probably an hour straight on both systems, and then I decided oh, and I saw this news, I was like oh, let me play that. Uh, and it, it felt really close. Uh, it, 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 I don't think the physics are a hundred percent there. It, Sonic feels a little floaty, um, than it did in the original. 
I heard he felt a little stiff uh, from the game explain video, but yeah, there's something there's something there that it's it's not it's not exactly the same. And I think, as you noted, Graham, they they rebuilt this using the mm. the Orca engine, so it's it's completely rebuilt. And so um, there's you know probably going to be some some changes and 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 things that aren't necessarily the same. But um, I mean, it looks awesome. Emerald Hill Zone looks great. The backgrounds are are really amazing. There's just so much uh, you know different layers that are are happening. And so if you just take the time to really appreciate all that's going on and all the, the work that went into the game, I, th- I think you'll, you know, any Sonic fan would, would love it. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've only got a chance to play it briefly. I've actually been busy all weekend up until today a little bit. So I've managed to jump on and play through uh, the first act and a half of Emerald Hill. That's pretty much as far as I managed to get. But I tested out both Sonic and Tails. Um, like, as in, I played as Sonic and then I played as Tails afterwards. And, yeah, I... I think uh, they they both play brilliantly. Um, I, yeah, I think what you're what you're right in saying there's something kind of almost missing slightly over the originals, but things like uh, bouncing off enemies like that that sort of those sort of physics from the original Sonics are still there. So you you do get the kind of almost pinball style gameplay where you can bounce off things if you get it just right. It feels amazing. Um, one thing that is missing though is Tails can't fly, as far as I can tell. You know, you used to be able to like. Jump and keep tapping jump and tails he, would take off. Or... He couldn't fly uh, by player control until Sonic Three. Oh really? I, I thought he could in Sonic Two. For some I reason think, I thought. I think the mobile one, Taxman and Company, might have uh, added that in, but uh, no, the original he couldn't fly uh, unless he was like you know the computer controlling catching up to you, but the player couldn't. Okay. Fly. Okay, well that that's um, I don't know if they're intending because it's, it's still a demo. It's still early days. They might end up adding because it it seems weird that they're letting you play as Tails like from the go. Like you can choose to play just as Tails. You, you got the original. That, he just couldn't fly there. Oh my god! I don't think I ever did that in the original. I think I always just played as Sonic and Tails. Wow. Okay, it's been a long time. Since yeah, I don't remember them giving you the option of playing as just Sonic or just Tails or Sonic and Tails. I thought. No, yeah, I, I did. I, Really? really interesting. Wow, I have to go and play it. Um, How do I know this and you guys don't? Man, I, I don't swear, know. When I was playing it yesterday, I did not get the option of doing that when uh, I was playing Sonic. Are you sure? the options menu. I mean, that's where you Man. select it along with the sound testing stuff. It's really? Thing. Yeah. In the right options now. menu with the sound testing? I don't believe you. I think I call shenanigans. <laughs> well, my point being, my point being, it's now become a staple thing in in Sonic games that if you play as Tails, he can fly or at least yeah. glide. You know, he sort of take off a bit. So, I'd I'm like Sonic to see up right now. I'd like to see that appear in the game because I think that's something that gamers have got used to. Um, maybe maybe the Sonic Two levels though weren't really designed for that sort of gameplay because uh, I guess in Sonic Three and Sonic and Knuckles and stuff, they they cha- adapted the level so that Knuckles players and Tails players could fly around or climb up walls and stuff. So maybe. They they won't put it in, I'm not sure. Um, but it'd be cool to see that in the game. Um, but for some reason, I thought when you took control of Tails, like, because I know two-player, you could take control of Tails and stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. Um, so when it loads up the start screen, it has a player one and player two option. Keep pressing so, down. Okay, so now going to option. Yeah, he's right, Graham. <laughs> uh, oh I know, God. because I used to play Tails. He was my friggin' Luigi, as we've discussed. I don't think I ever did that, though. I, I must have just been too stupid to keep pressing down and realize it was an options menu there. Oh, how, how did you enter the debug code, then? <laughs> I don't know. That's I don't, where you do this it. Is, yeah, wow. <laughs> I, 
bog. My mind has been blown today. I did the debug code. I don't remember. I just don't remember that option. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> well, there we go. We're idiots. Um, <laughs> now, big question about this uh, HD too. version. I, I remember there was like. I think there was like two two groups doing it or something. Is this the one that Pagoda West was uh, working on at one point? I don't know. I know that T Lopes is uh, did the music for this, or he's affiliated with the music in some way because he is listed in the credits. I don't remember seeing Pagoda West. Maybe they listed some of the people from Pagoda West in the credits, but I don't know who they are offhand to be able to yeah. to verify that. Um, it does lead me to an interesting question or, or topic, I should say, though, See, because this I mean, is what I think it is. <laughs> probably. So, Nintendo recently came down on no, a. No, no, uh, no. Well, well, sorry, sorry. Okay, I think I know where you're going with this. Before we go to that, I just want to say, what do you guys think of the possibility of maybe Sega, like, I mean, if this uh, group like manages to completely remake Sonic Two, or if they already have and we've only seen part of it. What do you think about the possibility of them pulling a Sonic Mania or uh, Sonic CD or whatever and, like, saying, like, yeah, we'd like to release this as an official thing? Yeah, that's where I was I was going to go there eventually after, <laughs> after the topic. But, um, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that – and this is where I was going – to before, but Sega has is is very different than a lot of other companies in the in in that they're willing to allow the fan community to create games to create fan games, especially uh, as long as they're not profiting from them. They're they're typically okay with that. Um, Sega and does it, right exactly, <laughs> um, and I mean obviously that's where Christian Whitehead and, and, you know, the team there were able to eventually create Sonic Mania. I mean, he, he was making fan games and uh, showed that he has enough know-how to create and in, in some respects make some of these old Sonic games even better than they originally were. And so I would love to see, you know, Sega team up with these guys or at least just let them continue um, and see what comes of this uh, HD project. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. They've, they've, it's almost like Sega's established that they were willing to do this, and if it is good enough, and yeah, then I think I think there's every chance it could happen. Um, yeah, it'd be awesome if they did as well, because uh, I think people would like to see this uh, yeah. happen. Uh, so, how well um, it takes off. I. Oh. I'm actually going to have to get going, guys. Uh, I have oh, to get no. going for the uh, my kid's soccer game. Oh, no. And uh, so, yeah, that, that's happening. But, uh, you said we I, had an hour. That was an hour ago. <laughs> I thought it was 45 minutes ago. Yeah, okay. So, uh, well, I have to leave here by 1230, and it's about 15 till that. But uh, I still have to throw on some some uh outdoor clothes i'm in i'm in some like rags right now so um but anyway guys i uh, hope you have a, a good podcast so i i'm looking forward to hearing the rest of it wow okay <laughs> cool all catch right. you later all right good luck see you later cool so yeah now we've lost chris brilliant okay so yeah <laughs> But um, this this actually comes on to something else that um, came up in the news recently. So obviously there's yeah the Sonic 2 HD demo. There's been some other Sonic games have been made by fans. Um, there has been um, an, uh, basically some some fans have been trying to uh, recreate Persona 5, um, basically making an emulation version as such. Um, 
and Atlas, really? um, the owners of um, of the Persona series, who Sega actually, if you don't know, if you're wondering why we're mentioning Atlas, Sega actually owns Atlas. Um, so the Sega Atlas merge. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, basically, Atlas has actually issued a copyright strike on these uh, PS3 emulators and stuff uh, that are trying to run Persona Five. Um, yeah, it's um, so it's not it's not exactly a fan made version of Persona Five. I guess it's they were making an emulator that could run Persona Five. Yeah, um, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I kind of mis misspoke when I said that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was yeah, like, wait, I, this is different than I heard. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, okay, I might side with Atlas on that one. No, not, not, <laughs> not what they're doing. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think it's it's like, almost like this gray gray area where you know there's old games that companies don't really profit from anymore. Um, that you know people say it's fine to emulate them, like old Mega Drive games that you know Sega sort of dropped and hasn't actually ever put out. I know Sega and like Nintendo and stuff they're they're making like these new well Nintendo's making like the, the SNES Mini and stuff, and they've got the Virtual Console and Sega's putting stuff up on like you know Xbox Live, PlayStation Network, Steam, and all sorts. They've been saved forever now, but there's people. Still say I'll say yeah it's fine to do this, um, but I guess this is like this is like the way that grey area sort of they put their foot down because Persona Five is a new game basically, um, and uh, effectively it came out on the PlayStation Four and the PlayStation Three, so these emulators are saying hey we can run it. That's kind of like this is still a game we're profiting on. So I think Atlas have actually sort of gone no you can't do that. Power exactly. But yeah, I mean, what, do you guys have any further thoughts on this at all or anything? Like, uh, do you think Atlas should just ignore it um, or uh, do you think they're definitely right? But also, do you think this could have more ramifications on other emulators such as, you know, we've got, we've got tons of Mega Drive emulators out there, Genesis emulators, we've got, we've got all the old retro systems are basically emulated. Um, most of them pretty I, damn I, well. I feel like Atlas is somewhat in the right considering it's a new game entirely and that it shouldn't be to the point where people are trying to emulate it slash pirate it. But on yeah. the other hand, I mean, it shouldn't go about taking it down entirely. It should be just don't go with our brand new game on here. Well, here's the question. If that makes any sense. Is, is it using like, a, like, is it ROM only or is it like, you know, an emulator that you can like use the discs with like those old PS1 things like, you know, used to see back in the day? Uh, are you talking about Bleem? The old Bleem ones? But I sure, believe... for the sake of conversation, let's go with that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I actually don't know. To be honest, I'm not entirely sure. Uh... Like, if you need the disc, I think Atlas is completely overstepping their bounds. Um, because, I mean, yeah, uh, that, the emulator has sense. nothing to do with them. What I saw is that apparently um, it wasn't... I, I forget, what, what was the crowdfunding? Was it Patreon or something? Yeah. And, yeah, they, like, basically kind of stepped in and, like, because they didn't want to take the thing down. Basically, what they ultimately did is remove the mentions of Persona, and um, apparently that's good enough because, like, the emulator, you know, it's an emulator. It runs, it's du- duplicating the functions of hardware, and it can run stuff. And as far as I know, that's, you know, 
legal or legal enough at least in this case as far as uh atlas is concerned uh if you have to like you know download like a, a rom or iso or whatever the hell i don't even know um if you have to you know download a pirated version of the game to run it yeah i see atlas having a case mm. otherwise i think they're just way overstepping their bounds especially if people still have to buy their damn game to run it but their their whole argument isn't from what I saw, isn't like, uh, oh, you're pirating our games. Don't do that. It's like, oh, it's not running like you know at like you know perfect you know such and such, or it's not like you know officially. Like you're not experiencing it the right way. Precisely, and it's like, you know what? I'll experience it how I damn well want to, especially if I don't own a PS3. Thank you very much. Take your money and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, I can. Yeah. I think it's one of those. I, yeah, I, I don't know. From what I can, what I can tell, it's more it, you have to play ripped games, basically like a, a ROM or an ISO of, of the game, effectively. Because I guess not that many PCs come with Blu-ray players. Because obviously the PlayStation Three, the discs are Blu-ray, so you'd need a Blu-ray drive to even read those discs. Um, you know, you, lots of laptops don't even come with disc drives at all anymore. Um, and there's the extra cost of just buying a Blu-ray drive. Um, I mean, I got a brand new PC earlier this year, and it did not come with a Blu-ray drive. Um, but you can get them, they, right? You can get them. They are available. So, yeah, I guess maybe, I guess maybe there is a way around that. Um, you can get ones that, you know, external ones you can plug in. Um, so if you've got a laptop that doesn't have a drive, you can do that. But from what I'm reading about it, it's, it does seem more you download the game, um, and play it that way, uh, like a lot of old school emulators do. Okay, um, yeah. If, 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 that, if that's the way it, uh, runs, then yeah, I think Atlas has a valid complaint. But I mean, mm. it's like, okay, I don't understand people who will play like old, uh, you know, style video games where it's like all stretched to fit the screen. Some people prefer it. I don't understand it, but that's their right. I think if it's just a matter of, oh, it's not like, you know, optimized the way we want it, I don't think Atlas, like, has any right to tell you not to play it that way if you're, you know, good with it. Yeah, yeah. Um,. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's also, I think it's very much on the nose, the fact that it's, yeah, as, as I mentioned, it's, it's a brand new game that, you know, you can buy right now to play on your PlayStation 3. And Atlas, in theory, Atlas would, would be losing money on this game if, say, if everyone just went out and bought, well, they didn't, didn't buy the PlayStation 3 version, but started using Simulator, you know, Atlas yeah. and Sega would lose money. Um, whereas the older PlayStation 3 games that, you know, they've been, they've been, off the shelves for like five years or whatever. But I guess people just don't care about that so much. Like the companies don't, they're like, eh, I'm not making money from it. Just ignore it. That's sort of, that seems, that seems to be the way the emulation scene works. Like the companies will be like, we're not making money. We don't really care. We're yeah. not going to step in, but, but, but I guess if they're making money from it. They're going to step in, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think that, I think that was one of the key things. The fact they set up a Patreon page to try and get funding to, you know, um, I don't know if it's just to develop the, the emulator, but it's, it's, I think from what I've read, it's more they, they kind of wanted money coming in to, I guess, make a profit in a way. Um, I can't oh. say that for certain because as far as I know, the Patreon page has been taken down now. Um, oh, has it? I thought they put it back up, but again, like, oh, the Persona maybe. stuff removed. Oh, maybe. I, I, I think I've, Persona 5 was a little out there with it being passed around online anyway, because remember that whole strict streaming uh Guidelines that they had put down when Persona 5 came out? Yes. <laughs> that, oh, you were only allowed to stream to this certain point in the game. And it basically ruined almost anybody going to LP it or stream it or anything like that. Yeah. Mm. And I love how basically it's like, okay, you know, 
in, in the world where like streaming is like you know a big thing and stuff, and how they were the ones sticking out like you know just making the fuss, and then of course like Nintendo's coming out done them on that. But I don't know if we're discussing that. <laughs> I thought. Uh, oh Chris no, I, I know what we're talking about. Yeah. I, I I thought he was going to bring that up too. Yeah, that's what I mm. So I've just managed to boot up the uh, the Patreon page. It's still there, and yeah, he's uh, the guy behind it. Uh, he's called KD11, I guess. He's working as a full time graphics developer because they've managed to reach a, a monthly goal of three thousand um, dollars. So it looks like they are, in a way, you know, I mean, it, it sounds like they are trying to make money out of this emulator, which. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe so they can afford to put more time into it so that it runs things and, you know, irons out those wrinkles that uh, Atlas was complaining about. Yes, yeah. yeah, but, yeah, I still think... I don't know. I guess, as you say, technically, an emulator, from a legal standpoint, isn't... As far as I'm aware, it's not illegal to have an emulator, but to, to rip the games and put them on there, that is illegal. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's... Uh, Hmm. I don't know. It's a, it's a very... You guys said this yeah. was a uh, PS3 emulator, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is definitely a gray area when it comes to emulation, because that's going to be something that's going to be worked on for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Man. Um, so, I guess, yeah, any, any other comments on that at all, on that particular subject? I've probably said plenty. <laughs> I probably said more than is good for our relationships. <laughs> probably, probably. But uh, yeah, in fact, it does say on the website and stuff, and it emphasizes, which I think is something that Atlas wanted to emphasize, that the best way to play PlayStation 3 games is with an official PlayStation unit, yeah. the system. Well, that's um, just common sense. It is common sense, but you know, there's a. I think I think they need to almost point that out and highlight it. You. If the games, because I think I think there's the, the the fear. It's not just the loss of money, monetary money, but people might play a game on an emulator and it turns out to be very buggy, and they think it's the game's fault. They think it's Atlas's fault, for example, and they think, why would I pay for this shit? But it's and it's, it's literally on your end because you're emulating it. Yeah, exactly. That, that's all L- like, good. I, I can support them, like you know, disagreeing and wanting to warn people of that. But if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it like a DMCA, a copyright strike, which I, I think it was a DMCA, if I remember right. I yeah, could that, be wrong, Yeah, that's though. the problem. That, that's the problem there. Not that, you know, they want people to play the games, like, you know, at their best. But, you know, I mean, who who doesn't? But Yeah. But it's, it's I guess it, this comes back around full circle almost with the original at game sort of Mega Drive systems or Genesis systems. Like, the older models, they were... You'd buy this console for like I, I have actually got one of the original Genesis uh, the at game sort of Genesis units from, oh, from a few years ago. Um, yeah, sorry. I've got I've got one I've got one of the I haven't got the portable one, I've got the sort of little unit, it's like a tiny little console, you put your Mega Drive cartridges in and stuff and it is oh, god awful. Oh, oh yeah, it's so I remember bad. I remember playing Sonic for the first time on it and it was just like this sounds wrong. I thought there's something wrong with the cables going in the TV, and then I noticed the, the gameplay was slow and jerky in areas. It's like, whoa. And then I plugged, because I, I, that was built into the system. I thought, maybe the cartridge is fine. Put the cartridge in, terrible. And I was just thinking, I've just spent, spent like £80 on this as a unit, and it's terrible. I almost took it back. But then I thought they I'd keep it. For those, for those portables in the US, they charge 50 retail. And it's like that is definitely not worth it. Now it's worth it that they have the tech toy fix, but 
Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's not even worth your time. Yeah, exactly. Um Oh the tech toy uh, fix works on the portables? Yes it does. I yeah, actually I bought an Act Games portable recently, let's say about two weeks, three weeks ago, and the tech toy fix does indeed work with it. It's not permanent. You do have to boot up the ROM every time you change games, but it does work. The only games I had encountered issues with were Street Fighter 2 and Super Street Fighter 2, but that was more of a speed issue. Hmm. Like, it loaded it, it loaded it up as a uh, PAL ROM. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever noticed that. If you've tried to load an out-of-region ROM, sometimes the sound will be either faster or slower. Wait, they're using. Okay. Are, are you saying they're using PAL ROMs on the uh, North oh, American? No, no, they're not using PAL ROMs. The region settings are slightly off. Oh, okay. I was wondering because, like, one of these things is like the only way to play, like, uh, like legitimately play Mega Man: The Wily Wars in North America. So it's like I'm kind of, you know, trying to figure oh, out no, no. that. It's like, oh God, is it? What's wrong with that? It's it's a sound it's a sound issue with a region switch. If you try to play. Let's let me think of an example. All right, let's let's take Thunder Force Four as an example. If you try to play that, if you have a patched version for an out of region version of the game, in some cases the sound will be slightly faster or slightly slower. Like the mu- like more or less the music processing will be slightly faster or slightly slower. So you'll hear it at a faster rate than you would normally. That's the only issue I've encountered, but otherwise everything else I've thrown at it has worked perfectly fine. Okay. Well, mm, cool. Awesome. Cool. Um, okay, I might I might actually move on to we're gonna we might we're thinking of cutting this uh, like new, the next new section maybe moving to the next nerdcast. But I might mention it now actually. Um, for those interested in Dreamcast titles, uh, Senile Team is has launched a Kickstarter for a new Dreamcast game called Intrepid Izzy. Um, it's a platformer, um, and um, it looks really awesome, I think. Um, if you don't know Senile Team, they are probably famous, most famous for the Beats of Rage game and engine, which uh, mm. um, is basically like a Streets of, Streets of Rage-style game. And the way the engine worked, though, allowed lots of people to mod the game, and so there's there's tons of this. Apparently, there's hundreds now scrolling beat-em-ups using like mods for, based on the Beats of Rage engine. And they also released um, Rush Rush Rally, which um, I think was their first official retail game as it were um yeah okay. that was the official but beats of rage was something that was always distributed by yeah. other means yeah so yeah beats of rage is basically a free download with rush rush rally was an official title it was released on the dreamcast and then on the WiiWare back in 2009 but they're trying to come back with a um uh thankfully a, a more substantial um game i guess and it's like a bigger project um and they've launched a kickstarter to try and get backing for it um but yeah it's called intrepid izzy it's coming on the dreamcast pc and ps4 um they haven't said anything about Switch support or Xbox One. The question has been asked about Xbox One to them. They said, right now, we just want to concentrate basically on these three platforms because, um, simply because they've seen other projects try and do like all the platforms and just basically fail because it's too much work. They're quite a small team still. They're an indie developer and they sort of said, never say never on, on the other platforms. So, you know, sort of down the line, it could potentially happen. But yeah, um, but it's pretty cool looking at it. If, if you actually go to their Kickstarter page, they've got a really good video and it looks like a lot of fun, I think. I mean, have you guys, have you guys seen, seen it in action, the video or checked out the Kickstarter at all? Uh, I don't know. This is news to me. 
Oh, okay. Well, it's uh, it looks pretty awesome. Um, and I mean, I love I love the whole Dreamcast indie scene, and I love some of the games that come out. But you don't really see that many um, platformers coming out. Um, that, like um, they look as good as this, effectively. So I'm pretty excited it kind from what i can tell it kind of reminds me of a little bit of kid comedian because izzy the the protagonist in the game she can get different costumes which give her different abilities um not a huge amount has been shown about that but they've sort of shown that she does get different costumes and they've mentioned that that does give her different uh attack styles and stuff so uh yeah um it sounds like a pretty cool thing happening on that um so yeah if you want to go to kickstarter type in intrepid izzy or senile team you should find the kickstarter and uh, be able to pack it uh so exciting stuff um you had me at kid chameleon Excellent. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, should we move on to our featured discussion? Oh, I almost hate to do it without Chris here, but yeah, uh, that's that's a problem. Yeah, that guy. Let's just do it anyway. Um, so the featured discussion this week is: Is Sega wrong for partnering with Hooters for Sonic Forces? Um, so if you don't know, basically. Uh, there's been a cross-promotion in Japan between Hooters in Japan and Sonic Forces. Obviously, Sega's upcoming Sonic game that's being released uh, in a couple of months now, I think. Um, or one month. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I think so. there's been some some people think it's a bit controversial because obviously Hooters is kind of like a sexualized restaurant in a way where girls wear tight clothes and you know um, it's uh, I guess it's it's just sort of famous for the sexuality behind the waitresses that serve you um, yeah. but it's, yeah it's pretty mild all told um, I mean god there are probably like any number of worse places out there that like you know they could have gone with I see where they're coming from but I mean Hooters it's not I don't know it's not that bad unless like you know just the idea of like you know the girls in the uh, outfits like you know really bothers you that much even then I mean it's like how how do I put this (laughs) if, if you're like really you know looking for let's just say gratification of a sexual nature Hooters is probably not the first place you're going to look yeah 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 i mean i'm not i'm not saying the girls there don't look good i'm just saying that you know there is the internet that is what i'm saying there there, yeah there there are other also other real life venues you can go to which are a lot more risque and uh yeah i don't know it's um it's like mildly more risque than like an episode of sailor moon (laughs) it is questionable to say the least though it's it's a here's the here's the thing here's my stance but basically i don't have a problem with hooters at all i i you know the girls aren't naked or anything the i've been to a hooter there's only a couple of hooters in the uk and i've been to one of them um and the food was pretty good and yeah yeah, the food was good the atmosphere was pretty good the the girls were all really friendly but they weren't overly sexual at all in any way or anything it it just seemed like it seemed like just a fun little gimmick almost yeah, I mean, I I don't know if they push themselves as a family restaurant, but I mean, they, you know, it's it's not like going like you know out to like you know a dive or you know. Yeah, ex- exactly. Exactly. In fact, in fact, when I was there, a kid was having his tenth birthday party. Um, so <laughs> I, That's that was a, probably a little bit weird, but um, yeah, there was a kid having a tenth birthday party. His family was there, and you know, it just seems like I mean. The, this, this is the thing the girls are wearing t-shirts that are fully 
covering everything, so it's... Yeah, there's I, I don't there's know. like a little bit of midriff showing, I think. You got oh, orange shorts maybe. that aren't... That probably cover more than Daisy Dukes, maybe. Or maybe, <laughs> maybe they're on the, about the same level, maybe. Mm, I, I think Daisy yeah. Dukes might be slightly more flattering. It's... Yeah, it's it's definitely writing a line. I just don't yeah, think it's as okay. severe a line as other things. Yeah, so yeah, that's the thing. I think there is a line there, and it's uh, yeah. I think I don't know from from my perspective. I don't think it's that it's the worst thing in the world, but I do I think, think it's a weird... more thigh. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, I do think it's a really weird crossover Hooters and Sonic Forces. Like, it just seemed that does seem a bit strange to me. Like, that's a weird cross promotion there. Like, I I can't think where where they get that came from. Almost like here's the thing. Like, I know Sega's done cross promotions in like America and even in the UK with McDonald's, for example. Like, you can get a Happy Meal with like a Sonic toy in, for example, yeah. like that. Um, which kind of makes sense because the Happy Meal, the McDonald's is like uh, a, is basically a family, you know, fast food restaurant chain. They have the Happy Meal. Sonic it tends, to, even though Sonic is played by adults and teenagers and all sorts of ages, it is kind of targeted more towards kids. So that kind of makes sense. Whereas Hooters. Even though Hooters, you could argue, is a kind of like a family restaurant place, and you know kids can go there, it's more is more targeted to more the more more mature um, audience, as it were. So it does seem a little bit weird. A little uh, bit, but do we know much about the like Hooters, their demographic, how they market themselves, present themselves in Japan? Because I mean, this is a Japan only uh, deal. Yeah, so that's the thing. I was actually trying to find that out earlier. Um, the, I mean, the, I've seen the pictures. The girls seem to be wearing very similar clothing. They seem to be the, the traditional white Hooters top with a sort of, uh, I guess, orangey Hooters writing and their sort of bright orange uh, short shorts they, they wear. Um, arguably, the Japanese girls aren't as busty as I've seen in, like, America in the UK. Um, but... I mean, that's just from the pictures, a few pictures I saw, um, like to do with this promotion. And yeah, so I'm not sure because here's the thing. Yeah. Sometimes, um, in Japan, restaurants like, um, over in America or the UK, like that might be considered trashy. Actually, they've done up for Japan. They made it a bit more presentable, as it were. Cause I think, I, I think it was McDonald's is one of them that's actually really cool in Japan. There's a, I'm sure there's a McDonald's or a Burger King restaurant or something that's actually really nice inside. And it's like not where you'd expect it to be. Um, yeah, so I would love to get at a Japanese McDonald's. I'm just throwing it <laughs> out there. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Christmas with KFC. Yeah, <laughs> but um, do we like? What, do we know anything about the nature of this promotion? Is there any sort of bonuses? Is there any like tangible promotional goods, or is it just like, hey, you're eating at Hooters, play Sonic Forces? Is that, I mean, yeah, like how far I, does this go? This this is the weird thing. I haven't actually read enough about this, I think. I, I, I was actually hoping Chris would actually be able to answer this because I think he wrote the article. Um, yeah, I'm not entirely sure what the cross-promotion actually entirely is. Um, Get a yeah. downloadable code for orange shorts for your custom character. <laughs> that would be funny if you could get a custom character in like a Hooters outfit or something. That would be pretty hilarious. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's already um, taken to the... Uh, whole like thing with like practically every character in a Hooters outfit (laughs) and it ranges from the funny to the like (laughs) so Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah it's um oh man I I'm just really I I find it it's a little bit bizarre but I can't actually see exactly what the cross promotion is to be honest uh 
Yeah, not not all the all the all the even like on our website, other like Sonic, uh, Sonic Stadium and stuff. The stuff I'm reading is is very interesting. It's, it's a partnership that's been announced, but I can't see any benefit between the two other than yeah, uh, yeah. I can't actually see. I don't know if they because they're serving chili dogs or something like a special. Um, like Sonic Forces Chili Dogs type food based thing or something like that, but then we can eat with a side of onion rings. Yeah, that's perfect. We've done it. We've, we've done that promotion. <laughs> <laughs> um, I almost wish they were doing it here just so I could like you know witness it for myself. But yeah, at the same time, I think there's only like one Hooters in Toronto, and who knows if they'd even partake. So yeah, <laughs> I mean they do serve chili. Dogs. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, well. Um, I can't, I, I'm not entirely sure I can't answer these questions or anything. So, yeah, I kind of failed there, I guess. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, so... Do you, okay, do, further updates. <laughs> so to we will keep you posted on all the Hooters news. Not really. <laughs> so, for you guys, just to quickly answer the feature discussion question, is Sega wrong for partnering with Hooters for Sonic Forces in Japan? What do you think? It's unorthodox, but I don't think it's necessarily wrong, at least not without more info. Mm -hmm. I I would like to say the same. I mean, if if it's profitable, it is an unorthodox tactic, yes, but if it's profitable, then I see no issue with it. Cool. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think we've kind of all on the same page. We're all a bit like, huh? Yeah. But, I mean, if, if if they bring out like Rouge in a Hooters outfit, that might be stepping over some sort of line. But you know, as far as the <laughs> kid friendly entertainment thing, maybe I I don't know. I mean, like we said, the outfits aren't even that. I, I don't yeah. know. I, I, mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it's it's like in a similarly puzzling thing. Like if they had like say you know. Like, I don't know, the Sonic Forces logo on the mat at a UFC event. That would just be kind of a, huh? But. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, uh. Yeah, I think it's a little bit weird, but frankly, not that controversial. I know there'll be some people who would be upset about it. There's some people who really despise the whole idea and the concept of Hooters, because of, because it does kind of sexualize the, the, the ladies and the people serving you and stuff, but. Yeah, um, I'm waiting to be lynched for this, but. Yeah, um. Mm. I, if, if you are, on, if you're on that side of the fence, that's fine. Um. You know, yeah, I mean, I totally is, get it. Mm. Yeah, um, I just think, yeah, there's very much worse places out there. But anyway, um, so yeah, I think we could probably very quickly, as Chris isn't here, do you want to very quickly do a what we've been playing? Yeah, sure. Cool. Uh, we okay. Can. Right. Who goes first? I'll let you guys fight over that one. Uh, I'm going to point it. the finger and you go first, David. Oh, okay. So I pointed the finger first, but all right. Um, <laughs> oh, let's see. What have I been playing? Um, I've been doing some uh, stuff for Nintendo Force, uh, so- Mario and Rabbids. Oh, why did I almost say Sonic and Rabbids? I don't know. Um, Mario it's and Rabbids. It's bound to happen eventually. Don't question it. Oh, we can hope. Hey, Mar- if, it, if they did a uh, Mario and Sonic strategy game, that'd be good. But no, I've been playing Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle and a bit of uh, Lego Worlds. Uh, I'm what it's, I, I was tweeting recently, it's like, you know, just like the game reviewers lament. It's like, oh, I have to play all these new games, but I want to play these, like, you know, 30-year-old old games or 25 years or whatever. And it's just, I mean, it's like, poor me, right? <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's like I haven't gotten to spend as much time with the Super NES Classic as I'd like. Uh, but, you know, it's 
not for a lack of anything else. Uh, I still want to get back and play uh, some more uh, Yakuza because I still have like you know side missions and lots of fun there to go. Man, I wish we'd been talking about Yakuza Kiwami too. But anyway, uh, maybe next time. <laughs> cool, awesome. That's been me. Okay. I also started up Garfield Go recently on my phone. <laughs> Garfield oh, Go, that's a thing. That's Is that a an thing. endless runner by any chance? Huh? Is that an endless runner by any chance? No, it's uh, like Pokemon Go, except uh, instead oh, of okay. catching Pokemon, you're basically feeding Garfield, and then he finds treasure chests for you, and some of them contain stuff like, uh, you know, p- puzzle pieces to win, like Amazon gift cards or, uh, you know, donuts and stuff from Seven Eleven and. Thing, oh wow, that actually sounds better than Pokemon Go. Yeah, you actually win like, real the, things. That's that's quite cool, actually. I was yeah. about to say this sounds like the worst idea in the world, but now you've just said that, I'm like, that's kind of actually awesome. Yeah, uh, that, that's that's why I'm part why I'm like checking it out because I mean, it's like okay, Pokemon. I realized, you know what? I am probably never going to catch them all, and that was my goal in the game. But here, at least, I'm kind of competing against other people still, like you know, because there's only a limited number of each prize. But uh, like, you know, I mean, at least like you know, there's like you know something little you know more tangible to shoot for. Yeah, yeah. That's oh cool. Awesome. I might try and check that out. Oh, Sweet. I also downloaded that new Sonic Forces runner that uh I've only played that oh, a yeah. little bit so far though. <laughs> Fair enough. Cool. Okay. So I've been bouncing myself through a multitude of different titles actually. Uh I just been playing Master of Darkness. I finished that for the uh Mega Visions review. I don't know if I'm allowed to plug that here, but Sure, go for it. Plug it. (laughs) What? No, we don't like those guys. You can't plug that. Oh, yeah, those guys, we hate them. Boo! (laughs) But no, I've I've been playing uh, Master of Darkness. I've been playing Thunder Force 4. My uh, reproduction cart just came in. So I've been playing that. Uh, I actually started Bloodborne the other day. I'm really liking it. It's definitely something I'm not used to from the other Souls games, but... I'm really digging playing through it so far. And as we mentioned the SNES earlier, I've been playing a couple of games on there. I recently got the chance. Uh, So far, I beat Street Fighter 2 Turbo. I beat both Star Foxes. Those were the games I threw myself at first. But right now, I've been playing Super Metroid. Because I've never gotten the chance to play Super Metroid. Like, when I've always played it back in the day, I just never knew what I was doing, but now that I can actually understand it for the most part, after gluing myself to Zero Mission, I actually know what I'm doing now, so I'm hoping to play through that and beat that at some point soon. I hope you reconfigured the controls. I did so far. Okay. I I found a setup that works for me. Okay, good, because the default ones are crap. Even Nintendo is changing them. I have Y as as my firing button, B as my jump, and X as my dash, and A and select for my items. Yeah, that works. Mine mine mirrors uh, Mega Man X a little more, but yeah, about the same. Oh, um, uh, out of curiosity, Hmm. like, and I mean, hey, listen, no, that was Namco's... Anyway, uh, Star Fox 2, like, I haven't really gotten a chance to play that. Uh, what, What do you think of that one so far? I'm liking it. I like what they tried to do, but in my opinion, it is ridiculously short. Okay. You can, you can beat Star Fox 2 in a good 20 minutes to a half hour. Whoa, are you serious? Yeah. 
So basically, how Star Fox is, is you have this big open map, and you basically take you and your wingman, and you're flying across the map going to different planets. There's two planets you go to as missions, but also there's attack carriers that you have to take down, as well as random missiles that will be fired towards the home planet of Corneria, which you're trying to defend. And it basically, there's a damage ma- there's a damage meter and everything. If the damage meter goes past 100%, then the game's over. Mm. But it's basically going around the map, doing all the different things. But you can literally just hit both planets, hit both uh, attack carriers, destroy them. Then you have to. There's a force. There's a couple forced uh, Star Wolf fights. Those are about. There are about three of those. Those are fairly easy for the most part. And then you could just go straight to Venom and then end of the game. Now, have you played it on hard? Because I heard, like, you know, that's the way to go. Because, yeah, I the regular mode is easy. So I, I, I'm going to do, yeah, that might be why I feel like it's short. But I am going to try it on the hard mode and see if there's anything different. Because I know the original Star Fox was fairly short, too. Granted, I probably played that on the normal route, which is the simple route. Yeah. But hmm. I don't know. I... I I have yet to challenge myself. Yeah, the, the early Star Fox games are more about replayability than, like, duration. Yeah. yeah. It's more about, like, score attack and constantly go and beat yeah. and go for a score. But yeah. uh, besides those, I, I'm i really digging Star Fox 2 for what it is. I just i am going to try for the uh, more challenging mode and give myself a challenge. Cool. And then I'm going to throw myself at Secret of Mana and hope for the best. Because that was one of the main reasons I really wanted the uh, mini SNES. Because I wanted to play Secret of Mana. Your tastes remind me of my wife's. <laughs> well, the only RPG I had played on the SNES previously, I had played Final Fantasy VI and I had played Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. So I didn't get to experience like Chrono Trigger or Secret of Mana or even Front Mission and all those types of games. Mario RPG? Yeah, Mario RPG was never one I got to experience. Is that, so, is that on the SNES? Is that on the SNES Classic? Yep, that mm-hmm. is on the SNES Mini. Ah, okay. Uh, hmm. I'm tempted to get basically, one now. Basically, all the all the important Square RPGs were on there, minus Chrono Trigger. Uh, you have your three Konami title, uh, Capcom titles in the form of Street Fighter Two Turbo, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, and uh, not Contra Three, Mega Man X. And then you have Contra 3 and Super Castlevania 4 and then the multitude of Nintendo titles. Okay, yeah. I really wish we'd gotten Illusion of Gaia or Terranigma or something on there, but... Uh, This is going to be a weird poll, but I really wish we got ActRaiser. That would have been good, too. I think that one's one's biting it with the Wii uh, shop, but I might be wrong. I can't remember if it came to Wii U or not. I I don't think it did. I think that's one they're still waiting on. But yeah. if if we were gonna put the most important Square slash Inix RPGs, I feel like ActRaiser should have been on there, especially considering how much they pushed in in Nintendo Power back in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I think we've been talking like for a few minutes on Nintendo stuff when we <laughs> Sega thing. So, Grant, maybe... what have you been playing? What Sega stuff oh, have you been? Playing? What have I been playing? Okay, I've uh, I'm gonna plug Mega Visions as well. I've been playing a couple of games for Mega Visions. Um, one of them is actually Doom on the Sega Saturn. Um, Ooh, that's, uh, that's, 
so that's in our, our what did I just play uh, feature which is basically um, games either really weird or really bad or probably both um, that you have to go well, what did I just play and I decided to go for Doom this time because uh, that if you don't know that's quite a controversial port of a game it is probably one of the worst Doom ports ever made official Doom ports anyway um, so I've been playing that um, I, I had I bought it back in the day I've had it for years I played it I remember completing it I thought I'd just go back and try it out again and honestly it's worse than I remember uh, I think I got used to it originally I think I remember playing it and getting used to it and going oh this is pretty cool but I'm playing it again I'm like whoa this is just I don't know <laughs> it's, uh, see I'm kind of on the opposite spectrum on that I played I grew up playing the uh, PlayStation port Oh, Which, okay. If you know about those ports, those ports were developed very similarly. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think one of the, the annoying things for the Saturn version though is that the Saturn got a good port of Hexen and an amazing port of Quake, and so the Saturn could handle these games, but the Doom Doom was just awful. Um, so I think that's one of those things that people are just a bit annoyed about the fact that they can't yeah. handle it. They just they just did not do a good job on it. Um, Super any. <laughs> but then again when you were playing that you were playing Doom at 5 frames per second oh yeah Super NES one yep oh yeah I thought we were racing to the bottom so I thought I'd give myself a good lead <laughs> uh, PlayStation is not bad compared to the Saturn but the Saturn port is definitely not up there Oh yeah, the PlayStation One port was actually, as far as I remember, was pretty decent. Um, yeah, it's uh, oh man, I don't know. It's there's just. But um, another game I've been playing is actually a new, well, newish Dreamcast game that came out earlier this year called Escape 2042: The Truth Defenders. Um, it's it's actually released on the Dreamcast and the Mega Drive um, and Genesis, I guess. Um, and it's basically, and it runs on PC as well. The disc for the Dreamcast actually runs on Windows by the looks of it. Um, but it's, uh, how can I explain it? It's like a very retro platform game slash puzzle game. And basically you're going through a series of rooms and each room is almost like a puzzle in itself. You've got these security cameras that if they detect you, you die instantly. They've got some enemies that if they shoot you, you die instantly. And you've got like electric traps that like block ways. And basically you have to hack your way through computer terminals to unlock different paths through each room and to begin with it's very simple but it gets harder and harder um and you've got to get like keys to access new areas and you can go back to the old rooms and stuff but once you go back to the old room it resets the traps as it were so you have to redo them as well and it's it's a really fun game and i have to admit it's probably got one of the best soundtracks i've heard in ages it's so good um Apparently, the soundtrack, though, is more enhanced than the Dreamcast version, the Mega Drive version. The, the Basically, they say if you buy the Mega Drive version, the, the soundtrack isn't there or it's weaker. I haven't actually played the Mega Drive one yet, but you can plug the um, the Dreamcast disc into the Mega CD and it gives you the audio for the game. So it enhances the game by playing it on the via the Mega CD slash Mega Drive, if that makes sense. Like a but that is if you if you have them both hooked up and both yes. power adapters and all yeah, that so, fun stuff. Yeah, so I have both versions of the game, so I need to play. I need to actually play the Mega Drive one, which I'm probably going to do for the magazine. But I was playing the Dreamcast one first, so I wanted to test it out, and it's the graphics aren't very good at all. Like if they're fine, 
there's nothing really wrong with them, but they're very, very basic. And I think a lot of people might be put off by that. And, but when you're actually playing the game, it's really fun and it's quite challenging as well. So, so um, what it lacks in graphics, it makes up for in gameplay. Yeah. So yeah, the gameplay's, uh, the gameplay's very basic, but good fun. It's, a ch- it's more of one of those more challenging sort of platformer puzzle games in that you have to get very precision jumping and stuff. But I kind of like that. It's one of those games that I, kind of really enjoy you can be methodical you have to think about things when you go into a room um there's nothing really urging you on to like to move through the room quickly so you do have that those few seconds or few you can even sit there for a minute if you want to and sometimes just work out your best best route for the room and stuff so i kind of really like it and um yeah i need to play a bit more of it i've only played about an hour or two into it um i'm not sure how far into the game i am exactly but um so far really enjoying it uh yeah so those i guess are the two sort of sega themed games i've been playing really uh yeah anything non-sega or just strictly sega recently Ooh, yeah you normally do sega stuff go on then actually no wait a second we can do we can do non-sega stuff uh yeah yeah, At least for what we've no, no, played. we can do non-Sega stuff. You have to do stick to Sega stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, you're 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 restricted. I'm sorry, Graham. Yeah, I I'm mean, yeah, I'm the one who normally goes off and says stuff that's not Sega stuff. Like last time I did Watch Dogs, which is obviously not Sega. So I don't know why I said that. That's really stupid. But yeah, um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing recently. Basically, those are the two games anyway, um, including non-Sega okay. stuff. Yeah, and I think that might do it for the show. Um, do you guys have any any parting thoughts to add before we leave, uh, or are you all done? Not entirely. Um, fingers are crossed that the uh, Genesis flashback will be uh, good enough to warrant a purchase, because, I mean, yeah, I like having the Super NES one here, but that's the one I'm uh, actually looking a little more forward to. Hmm, yeah. Yeah, it's... exactly. I kind of wanted a... I wanted more than just the SNES when it came to HDMI consoles. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, especially now that they've sort of... I put their hands up and said the one we sent out before wasn't, you know, finalized. Because I, I just like the convenience of having an HDMI console instead of just having to emulate everything and worry about settings to get everything one-to-one. And <laughs> you guys yeah. can understand. Yeah, Raspberry yeah. Pi this, emulator that, I can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and stuff Ooh. tends to break if I get too involved anyway, so I like I, I like simplicity. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Anyway, so I think that'll do it. And uh, so, yeah, so be sure to, if you don't know about us, uh, we're Sega Nerds. Uh, check out our website, SegaNerds.com, for your latest Sega news and reviews and interviews and all sorts of jazz. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, um, at Sega Nerds. Uh, Facebook is at The Sega Nerds. Um, we've also got our sister publication, Megavisions Magazine, um, which covers uh, Sega stuff. Uh, we've got great interviews, exclusive articles and content from uh, industry veterans like Tom Kalinske and Al Nelson um, uh, we've got a great feature from Radio Sega they do a great thing every every issue and uh, yeah uh, so yeah be sure to check that out Make a Visions magazine and uh, I think I think that'll do us guys uh, so yeah is there a mystery game to do a question on or oh we don't have that one this week oh, okay. <laughs> yeah I guess um, this must be an old uh, <laughs> format or something huh yeah, they're oh, looking at, okay. so, yeah, yeah, that's the old template we had. We didn't actually get around to doing one of these this week, so, yeah. yeah. Thanks for bringing that up, though. Thanks. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> the, 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 the game for this week involves uh, a rodent that's blue and moves really fast. 
I could I didn't know that one. Is that that that's a Super Luigi Brothers, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, had to make had to make the generic answer. Yeah. Cool. Um. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll end there then for dinner. Uh, catch you guys later. And thanks for listening.